This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Drumstick. And the woman's pretending to, to <laughs> eat the drumstick. She goes, rah, 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 rah. and you go, drum, drum. And Michael Strahan goes, and you were a guest, obviously, with, uh, with Cam Newton. And then uh, Decker came on yep. after Apollo Ono uh, playing a $100,000 pyramid. And the the topic was chicken, and it was the cl- you had to that say was hard man. <laughs> She's like this, and you go drums. <laughs> he uh, he uh, he comes oh, in the dude. next point. He goes, you got to see this I man. You got to see this. Off. He was so he was so happy that you actually screwed that up. Well, was, and then you, know, you made a comment, which I, I assume you heard from some women afterwards. You said women have big. And the girl Big gets what? and she goes thighs, and you go and you got it right. Yeah. And then Strand goes, "Why would you ever say that women have big thighs?" I was trying to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, it's Any good mean, seeing you. You look good. I assume uh, everything's I'm well. Okay. You're healthy and getting ready to be a New York Giant. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm well, no, no one's healthy at, at year twelve, <laughs> right? So I feel great. Um, you know, so my body's responded well this off season to last year and the last few years. And I'm ready to rock and roll. You know, there's so much talk about you being on a team that finally makes the playoffs because you even said it yourself yeah. last year on Showtime the last two years. You keep lamenting the fact that you're so close to the playoffs, you can't get to the playoffs. Uh, in all your career, have you ever been on a team that has the expectations that this team that you're on this year has? Yeah. Um, Which one? Well, this team is a little different, but I've been on some really good teams. Our team in Chicago is really good with Alshon Jeffrey, Martellus Bennett, Matt Forte, all of us in our prime. Bushrod, Cal Long, you know, Garza at center. And, you know, we didn't get it done. Um, Denver, we started off 6-0 and with Josh McDaniels, our, my, our, my fourth year in the league. So I've been on some really good teams. Even last year with the Jets, there was high expectations, thinking, you know, hey, we put together a 10-win you know, season, right. our first year together. Um, so it was, you know, we all thought that, you know, our chemistry would be better and, and – Defense will be great. Offensively, we'll get better and do better things, but it just didn't happen. You're talking to Brandon Marshall. The, I, I don't want to talk about the Jets too much because you're a giant, but I, course, I do yeah, want to follow. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Go ahead. I do want to follow. Sheldon Richardson. No, no, no. No, no, I'm not going to. Okay. That's so, such old news. Okay. Right, anyway. I don't care about that. We dealt with wow. that. We dealt with you that. You live in old news. Well, listen, I do get paid and for it. And fake news. And fake news. Listen, I don't care if you talk to Sheldon Richardson or not. You guys are football players. Go play football. That's how I see it. Yeah. It'd be nice if you show up at meetings. You do not time, see though. it that way. Um, no, listen, it'd be nice if you came to meetings and actually wanted to win, but that's another story. What I want to know is, and I don't want to hear your bull crap, you know, politically correct okay. answer. All right. All right. You've played for a lot of different coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd Bowles had a great first year. Obviously, you don't beat Buffalo that last game, blah, blah, blah. Is Todd Bowles a competent head coach? Absolutely. Yes. Yes, he is. I mean, it's just, it's hard. You know, you only get two or three years to get it done. If not, you know, you're looking for new guys to lead the way. Um, and also, it's a quarterback-driven league. You know, so quarterback play is extremely important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, you know, it's 
and the quarterback play is not all on one guy. It's all of us, right? So last year, everybody looks at Fitzpatrick and, and, and they're like, oh, he threw all these picks. Well, there was seven of those picks on the wide receivers, right? Um, offensive coordinator plays a part in that uh, O-line. So it's a team thing. Um, but, you know, we, we haven't been steady there. The organization haven't been steady right. there. So it's really difficult when you have so much change in head coach and quarterbacks. You can't build anything. So let me ask you this. And this is where I, I want, as a Jet fan, you've seen what they've did. It's one of the reasons you're not a Jet. You, and you get to stay in New York, which yeah. is great. We talked about that. When, as a player, as a veteran player, when you see, I mean, it's obvious, you know, they're, they're cutting every guy. They're getting rid of a lot of salary. They're yeah. getting ready for a year, two, three years from now. Other than the fact that you have professional pride and you want to go out and play your best, it would seem to me that if I'm a veteran player, I'm already miserable. Yeah. Because you know you're not going to win. Although you, th- you want to, you try your hardest. How do guys in your spot reconcile going out there knowing that the franchise isn't looking to win this year? Do what I did. Ask for a release. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Get out of there. I mean, we're... You know, but, you know, you got to understand everybody's different. Some guys, you know, they're okay with just throwing that jersey on and collecting a check, you know, so you got to understand who the guy is. But I know a lot of those guys in the locker room, they want to win. You know, Sheldon Richardson came out and yeah, said, we want to win. You know, so for me, I just knew I couldn't be in that environment. I think everyone knows the type of personality I am at this point in my career. And I wouldn't have made it through an entire season knowing that we didn't have a chance. That's all you want as a player. You just want a chance. We're talking, to, uh, we're talking to Brandon Marshall. You know, the thing about it is three of you guys, David Harris is now with the Patriots. Oh, wow. Yes, right. Yeah, that's right. Decker is now with the Titans, you know, and that's yeah. a team on the upswing. Yeah. They have a Marcus Mariota Absolutely. now playing quarterback and you with the Giants. So I think you guys are probably in happier places anyway. This is uh, late in your guys' career, and you're with teams that legitimately have a chance. So you can't say that the Jets didn't do you right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, I guess people would say that, you know, cutting David Harris the way that they did, they did him wrong because all he'd ever been was both a professional. Were a, both were wrong. Well, whatever. It's but too late in the free in free agency. It was bad business. You know, but it happens. You know, I think Todd Bowles is extremely uh, awesome. I mean, he's an awesome guy. I'm awesome sure he coach. wanted to keep David. I, he, there's no way in the it's, world he wanted to get rid of David. It's, there's no way around it. It's bad business. Right. It's bad business. It, I, and right. this is not me. This is not me talking uh, from a, a you know a former Jet. I'm talking about a player. Play like this is my player association hat on. It's right. bad business. This, what they did with Josh Norman last year in um, with Carolina. the Carolina with the with the. Franchise tag, with the fred- and then you know, cut him after. Pull, that, I guess the right, market we'll, was we'll, dried up. And, guys, you know, guys luckily, notice that? Are guys less likely to? You know, maybe I don't want to consider playing for a team that does that to a veteran. Or it's not that big. No, a deal? guys are looking. You know, a lot of times when you're in free agency, you got your me, me, me hat on. You know, right. so you're looking for the best situation for you. You know, and there are some sad. There's, there's only a few guys that move like LeBron James and Peyton Manning, where you know they understand everything and. You know, they almost move like politicians. So, you know, there's only a few guys that really dive that deep. But for the most part, athletes, when they're in free agency, they're looking for, you know, what's best for them. You got it. Talking to Brandon Marshall, I wonder this. Now, you you haven't spent a lot of time, you know, with the Giants. You had training camps a couple weeks away still. But in the limited time, you have been up close with the other guys. Anyone stand out that you didn't think would be as big or as good or as fast as you might have thought of uh, thus far on an offensive standpoint or no? Oh, from offense, yeah, our, our tackles. You know, those guys, you know, it seemed like they won every single sprint. Um, you know, they were here the entire offseason before I even signed with the Giants, you know, just, 
you know, hearing, you know, how these, how these guys work this offseason. So that was really impressive seeing how these guys prepared. I mean, they're going to their second year, and, I mean, they work like, like, like vets that have been in the game for a long time and been really successful. Right. Is Odell truly one of the guys? Is he able to be just a regular guy when he's amongst you guys, or is he not there yet? Oh, absolutely. He is the guy. No, I get that, but you know, I talk about like one of the guys. Like, is he a guy that you call? Hey, let's go bowling, or oh, let's yeah. take uh, your your girlfriend, my wife, out. Let's go. Let's go to, I get, oh, what oh, let's go. Let's go on a boat ride down in Miami. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's it. Right? right? Yeah, we could do that. Like, yeah, you know what, one of the guys. What's impressive is about the entire team, not just Odell, but it's like everyone hangs out together. You know, and the Jets was the same way. Guys hung out, um, and that's what you need. Uh, to be able to win games, you know, you got built chemistry off the field. And Odell, you know, as soon as our, as soon as he got back in OTAs, he was hanging out with our rookie tight end Ingram. Right. You know, so he, absolutely. And then there's something special about this guy when he walks in the room because he had, he was we, there was big story was he wasn't there all right. off season, right? Right. So I had opportunity to be in the building when he wasn't there, and obviously when he came in. And when he came in, it was so powerful because every, like the energy in the in the meeting room goes up. The excitement on a football field, it goes up. And it just takes your game to a whole nother level. It's like, Odell's here. Let's go. Have you ever played with <laughs> a guy weird. like that before? Um, wow. I don't think so. Well, you were that guy at one time. You yourself were that guy earlier in your career, both for, uh, yeah. I think, Miami when they, when they sent you there and also initially with Shanahan in, yep. in Denver. So you, you know what it's like and you see what he's uh, capable of. Uh, up close and personal on the field, practice field, uh, really explosive. I mean, more explosive than you thought? or Yes, more explosive than I, ever, than I thought, than right. I could imagine. And, you know, the first, the beginning of the offseason, we're in a weight room and he was hanging from a pull-up bar and li- literally like spider spider man right and he dropped and fell into like a plank on like two <laughs> legs and one arm and i was like oh my gosh the most amazing body control i've ever seen and in that moment i just start watching every little thing he did right and this guy's a freak you know he you know he wasn't really running as much in february and march uh he said and when we got there in, in april and we, we started running I mean, he was jogging and blowing out all the receivers by 20 yards. He would sprint, take off, and just turn around, basically, like, look at us and let us he's finish ready, in front of him. You. It was amazing. It was amazing. Does he have a little Jerry Rice in him, meaning that, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the work ethic, uh, the understanding of what true greatness is all about and legacy yeah. and all that stuff. With the, his first three years are the greatest three years any wide receiver has ever had in this league. Yeah. And I would imagine after his next three years, he's going to be on a pace to be better than Jerry Rice. The, does he understand that part of it, you think? He absolutely understands the big picture, and he he wants greatness. And as far as the work ethic part, the thing that I'm hearing the most, like the thing that I hear makes him mad the most, it's is what? not being able to practice all the time. Like He's a gym rep. Real them in. You know, like Odell, you don't have to take every single rep. Odell, slow down. It's just a walkthrough. That's Jerry Rice. That's, That's Jerry, Jerry Rice. So, yes. Exactly. Like, but it's, it's different. Like, I've never seen anything like this. Like, he literally gets – extremely upset when he after practice like coach said like after practice he wants to run 20 more go routes right. it's like 
God bless him, that's man. Good. He's gonna, that's he's good. gonna keep you in shape, Brandon. You know, that's, that's no. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You know what that is? That's really it's music to my ears as an old yeah. school guy, and I'm sure it's music to the ears of the Giant fans. Uh, speaking of getting your freak on, did you see him last night on ESP, the ESPYS? Man, he looks like you. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, exactly. I mean, the first year we were on Showtime together, your, your suits were horrible. Right. Uh, the last two years, you're taking your game to a whole nother level. You, What's your guy's that. name to do your suits? Oh, uh, it depends which guy. Oh, I, which I got, guy? Got, which got, guy? You got guys. I got guys. But he spent he spent three hours alone with Bart Scott. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he, he found style after right. that. No, I got style. I, I want to show you got something. I my own style. Um, I have on my phone here um, a promo that Boom and I shot uh, to promote our show on CBS. Yeah. So it's a video. Okay. Now, you're familiar with Rocky Three. I am. So remember the beach scene when Rocky and Apollo Creed, and eventually towards the end, the, the climax of that scene is... Balboa finally beats Apollo Creed uh-huh. on the beach, and they have the most awkward man kind of high-five hug ever, right? Yeah. So Boom and I recreated that. <laughs> and I don't know if Boom, I, I, I can better on Boomer's uh, big uh, so iPad here. Let me see what you got here. Which one you want him to watch? I just I wanted you to bring up uh, Rocky, okay, right here. All right, and I want you to do, since you're a broadcaster, I'm I want a, you to do a little uh, broadcasting for me of, uh, let me just fast forward here, all right? Hold so on what happens? We're going to play Look at here that ball head, man. Yeah, I think right. your head off. It's strong. Look at that strong. mouth. It's that strong. Look at that mouth. Strong island. Here we go. I told you this, but it's one of my lifelong dreams for you and I to do a promo inspired by Rocky Ford. I love it. No, it's over here. See, I'd be Rocky, though. I'd be climbing up a mountain. You would, of course, be Drago picking up a car. Yeah, I don't think Drago picked up any cars. <laughs> okay, let's just do Rocky Three then. I'm in. <laughs> look at those shorts Yeah, no kidding Carter, you look horrible <laughs> Oh my gosh <laughs> like Actually that? not bad, Boom You like that, well, not right? Actually Boom. not bad We've been trying to get Boom to take his shirt off on Showtime for two years Yeah, yeah it, ain't gonna, ain't it ain't gonna happen That ain't happen. happening Boom looks good, he looks better than you Yeah, well I had a smaller shirt That's all <laughs> He had a smaller shirt <laughs> We did a Karate Kid scene That you're seeing right now I like mm-hmm. this Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> can even stay up. And, and then we did, we did White Men Can't Jump. Oh, that's a, okay. that's a classic. Classic. Now, that's I play the Woody Harrelson role. He Let's plays the role, it. believe it or not, of Wesley Snipes. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He has no soul in it. Yes, I he has, You have no soul. I, I, listen, when I get yeah. my freak on and you're, you're not around, yes, you don't understand. He listens to I Jimi have, Hendrix. He doesn't hear Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. Let me find yeah, out yeah. where it is. Right? Hold on. i got to find Boomer's it. Boomer's not good with the technology. Boomer has no soul. You think Boomer has soul? No, Like, being honest. None. He does not. None. The, I got sold. The man. word does not exist in his uh, at all. In his house, in his no. car, in you his guys, body. You guys he, are idiots. You have no soul. It's I right. got soul. I don't like that. I don't, what name you, one of Jay Z's songs. Um, bump in the night. Grind it. Grind it. Whatever. You're right. Grind it. Yeah. Grind Come on. It. That's my man. That's he, your man. He came on the show. He gave Boomer. I asked him to give him a rap B name. B-Sizzle. He called him B-Sizzle. He called him B-Sizzle? He yeah. did, yeah. And he, that stayed with him for a long time. Right. I okay, give so him, uh, which one am I giving him? Give him White Man Can't Jump. Yep. Uh, this one here? No, this one. That one. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the same thing. That's fine. Is it? Uh, here we go. This is White Man Can't Jump now. Brandon's going to give is us Is that you comments. with this beard? No. You guys have way too much time on your hands. Yeah, so that took, by the way, that took all day. That it was uh, all day. 11 in the morning to 9 p.m. at night. 
That's what it was. You guys feel good about that? No. Yeah, we, I do. I actually feel really good about it. I feel it. good about what we did. I don't feel good about how we look. But, Brandy, he's a lot like you, so he complains openly. That's right. Uh, kind, of, kind of like you complain so, openly. So, get things, so done. things get done when you guys complain openly. So he's bitching and complaining, and then the folks at CBS Sports Network feel like they're under pressure to do something. It's called and, squeaky wheel. And that's squeaky right. Wheel. So this is why this happened here. So uh, at the end of the day, you're, you're a giant now. You stayed in New York. Yeah. You obviously love New York and everything else. Um, you know, when you think about your time with the Jets, positive, negative, what overall? Extremely positive. I mean, I'm used to losing, and that's the sad part. So when you lose, everything um, is magnified times 100 in the National Football League. So that was tough, but I met some great people. You know, I was shocked when I walked into that building how awesome the people were. Mm -hmm. That was the probably the biggest thing that stood out to me because from outside, you know, all we hear about is the circus, the circus, the circus. You know, and now I'm being outside again. That's all we're hearing about, how the right. team is, you know, changing and people are getting cut and new hires. Um, but when I walked in there, man, you know, people were great, had a great experience. That first year was phenomenal. Never had a year like that. Um, I mean, we, after that Patriots game, when we won uh, the second game against the Patriots and MetLife, right. coaches crying, players crying, and those are the moments you live for. I will never forget that. And I'm sitting there because, and I'm crying because I'm like, wow, we needed this game to win. All we got to do is go to Buffalo, win, go beat Buffalo. Right. I'm in the <laughs> and playoffs. I'm in the playoffs. I'm in the wow. playoffs. And it was just that, that was a magical moment. I'll never forget that, that wow. time in that locker room. I'll say it's good having you here. It's good having you in New York. Obviously, you won't be doing Edward the Showtime anymore, but that's probably good for oh, your he's career He's going to do some Showtime. He's going to do some Showtime. Do just, a <laughs> and always good seeing you. Thanks for stopping by. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.